Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis, here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. I use he and him, and I am very excited to be here on one of the last two episodes of Light of Xerixis. But I'm not alone today. Joining me is my intrepid cast, and I guess crew, technically, because we're, we're ship people. Uh, Mike, you're looking less red than normal. It looks good on you. Um, but let's go around and introduce... And Krista, you've lost some hippo. Uh, so today, uh, several of the cast members are feeling a little under the weather, so they have opted to cash in their casual token that I offer. Uh, so we're going to do a big pass around, say hello, and then we're going to start the action. Starting with uh, Amy. Oh, that's me. Hello. Uh, that's I am you. Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Mulaplava, the plasmoid barbarian of the depths, and a uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, let's mm -hmm. pass over to Krista. Hello, I'm Krista. Uh, I use uh, she, her, or they, them pronouns, um, and yes, not not feeling quite up to it because I got to celebrate the wonderful Taryn's birthday this weekend, so our, our OG fangirl, uh, we had a ruckus couple of days playing board games quietly in a hotel <laughs> is that what you were doing uh, but i had to be up early to... that's, that's literally all we did we sat in a hotel we watched atlantis uh and <laughs> played board games for two days i mean uh, sounds like so much fun it's amazing it's very good uh we're all very old <laughs> um, i mean you would have done uh, that yes, at 20 uh, as well this is true this this is this knowing us it's very much true but um no i had to catch a, a free this morning so i was up early so i'm not all there but neither's francis at the moment so i think we'll be okay uh and that's who i'm playing francis our uh order of zeal cleric well it's good to have you krista even though you're a little tired i am also a little tired it was a late night for me um let's go down to mike Hi everyone, it's me, Michael, and as you can probably notice, I am trying to get over a pretty brutal chest cold, so I'm going to be reserving my voice where I can. Uh, I go with he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Rick Felnar, the monk of the open foot, fist, hand, face, something. Something like that. Anyhow, he got uh, the, the wind knocked out of him so hard last game that the color fell right off. Uh, well, I hope you feel better, Mike. Uh, I'll try to make it so that you don't have to do terribly much talking and more kicking, because uh, that requires a little less effort. Uh, all right, let's pass over to Millie. Yeah. So, hi, uh, I'm Millie. Hodan pronouns are she and her or they and them. I'm also on team really, really tired today, but that is what happens sometimes. Uh, and I'm playing Tana Starbell, the Disney Princess Disaster Seeker Warlock, who just surrendered, I think, at the end of last game. I'm sure you nothing did, terrible did. will come of that circumstance. Uh, I love you all very, very much, and I'm excited to be back. It's going to be great. Uh, and finally, last but not least, we have Kat. Hey, everyone. I'm Kat. I use she, her pronouns. And today I am playing our Glitchling Druid of the Stars. Cheshire, uh, who also uses sheer pronouns, and I am, like everybody else today, on club tired, because I haven't been sleeping well, um, and Cheshire does not have purple hair today, 
Um, because yeah, she got knocked out and now she doesn't have colored hair anymore. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> that's, that's not how that works. Actually, no, Cheshire's wig gives me a consistent headache, and so I have retired that wig. Oh, have you retired it completely? Yeah, it's it's oh. uh, like I mean, it's in my closet hanging up, but um, it yeah, it it gives me a headache, something fierce after about an hour and a half. So mm. I, I figured out the reason you don't have colors because you got knocked out, so your LEDs reset. Oh, oh that's God. true. I need, just... I need to reset the RGB. Yeah. You can just change. Just, I... You can wear any wig next episode for the last one. <laughs> Cheshire needs to reset her LGBT lights. <laughs> that's awful. That's I awful. Oh, uh, boy. Um... All right, so uh, folks, we're gonna be starting in a minute, but before that, I'm gonna tell you about something that is not awful, and that is our sponsor for this game, Bookworm Games. Bookworm Games is a Vancouver area company that is like from the ground up, built to help fans roll the most attractive, beautiful, well-crafted dice at the least expensive price basically possible. They're a fantastic company that we were lucky, lucky enough to meet when we were at Fan Expo this year. And uh, they've got everything from like acrylic dice to like normal dice to edible dice to wooden dice, which are way lighter than you'd expect. They're, they're really, really classy. Um, and they're even working on their own product called a Quest Chest, uh, which is a system agnostic, meaning you can play it with any probably fantasy based, but you know, if you're inventive, you don't have to make it fantasy uh, based role-playing game, uh, everything from D and D like this to powered by the apocalypse, pathfinder, uh, flipping a coin in a dark alley, whatever you want to play it in, you can play it in. Uh, and, uh, it is, uh, full of maps, quest ideas, um, sometimes food and drink, uh, coffee and tea or, uh, or curated music that is usable in your games. Uh, you can find out more about that at questchess.info. Big thank you to Bookworm Games. Uh, you're an amazing sponsor. I have heard nothing, but you know what? It is really lovely because I make it a point that on Dork Tales, we never advertise for anybody who we wouldn't use. And we we do have uh, Bookworm dice. I don't have any that I can use. I'm saving them because I bought a specific set for Shards of Nern that I'm using for in the future. Mwahaha. Um, but I... I've been actually been reached out to by like two or three people on our Discord that have said that they, they they used our code to buy stuff from Bookworm and have had an amazing experience. And they really appreciate us doing that kind of um, sponsorship gatekeeping to make sure that only good sponsors get used. So I really got to thank Bookworm Games for, for setting a high standard for future sponsors and uh, for just being cool people. Also, they're working on a World of Darkness line just for us. Oh, liquid core D10s, baby. Ooh. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. No promises. No promises. Um, so thank you so much, Bookworm Games. Y'all amazing. You should go to bookroomgames.com and use code DORKTALES2023 to save 10% if you order $100 Canadian or more. Uh, reminder that the US exchange rate today, I think, is like 1.4. So if you're in the States, uh, that's a great deal. Uh, and if you spend 100 bucks, shipping's free. And that's 100 Canadian, which is like 75 US. It's great. It's absolutely great. So you should absolutely do this. Go support them and say hi to Vlad the Impaler in the chat, which is the proprietor, Michael. Okay. And, and it's Book Weirm, right? Book Weirm. Book Weirm. Yes, yes, like a dragon. Yes. 
for a second it was too snaky and then i had to rawr. but yeah bookworm uh you can check in the chat also if you're watching this later on youtube the link is right it, it's right down there it's right if you look down no not it not at cat below cat no cat point down yes right down there right where cat's pointing <laughs> go, go check the link <laughs> That's your new job. That's whoever is in is in spot under me. Their job is to just point at links from now on. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, folks, uh, what should we do? What should we do? We should any announcements, any talks, any other things that we should discuss about this week before we hop in? Uh, I mean, if we're open to any suggestions, could we like retcon all of last game and do a completely different strategy in that entire combat? <laughs> you want to remind it your druid that she has healing spells? It yes. does. It does turn out. <laughs> hey, it was a dream. Okay, well, sure. Okay, that, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Um, I accept. Uh, so you can just send that directly to the Dorktales PayPal, and we'll make that happen. <laughs> Um, but in the meanwhile, uh, I do have a couple of other things to announce real quick. So folks, if you are enjoying what we're doing here, you need to spend some time with us this week as well. We got a bunch of things happening basically every day this week. Um, with the exception of one day, I'm actually doing a game every day for the next 11 days. Um, but I'm doing two games on one day, so that technically counts. So here's what's coming up this week that you need to be aware of. Today is Spelljammer. Tomorrow is Strixhaven, a curriculum of chaos over on the Patreon. So if you're a Patreon subscriber at $5 or more, you get access to that episode of Strixhaven. Then on to, oh, ran by the amazing Krista, by the way. Um, and it's going to be a spicy episode. I think there's going to be some social drama akin to like a Melrose place. Um, on episode two, uh, on uh, episode two, on Tuesday, we have the Shards of Nern back again as the characters finally reach the lands of Orkesh and a very important funeral. Uh, on... I almost said level three on uh, the third day. We have uh, Dragonlance, which is actually going into one of my favorite episodes and chunks of the book yet. So you really want to be there for that if you're a fan of Dragonlance. So if you're not caught up, please catch up. Go watch it. It's going to be amazing. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's going to be the best little dungeon girl. Uh, Thursday, we are not here. We're actually over on the virtual Gary Con for, for Gary Gygax Con. Uh, we are doing one of their introductory games for the beginning of the convention. So you can catch us there at 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, there'll be plenty of stuff on our Discord about that on our social media. But it is a fantastic game that is going to consist of myself. It has Amy in it. It has Cal in it. It has Way in it. It has... Uh, who's the other person? And, uh, Amy? Way? Cal? Who's the other person, Amy? You're in the chat. I'm checking. I'm checking. Who? Oh, okay, Chris. Just, whoever it is baby. is going to be pissed. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's, Chris it's Chris baby daddy. <laughs> it's baby daddy's in it. Uh, so, oh, no, uh, I've in, seen him recently. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He, he's, he had a kid. He's, he doesn't exist anymore, uh, except during Dragonlance. Uh, but it's going to be a fantastic game, and uh, we, we potentially have a guest player. I'm not going to announce who it is until I make sure that they're good for that scheduling date. Uh, but uh, it's a fantastic game that is going to be drawing heavily from the Futurama vibe. 
So you definitely want to come. It's a D&D 5e game. Friday night, we are here with Streaming for Survivors, where uh, Jen is running a game uh, of D&D 5e like none other that you've probably ever seen. You definitely want to come watch it. It's got an incredibly chaotic chaos crew. Uh, Saturday is... What's on Saturday? What am I doing on Saturday? What's on Saturday this week? I'm doing... Dork Tales. What am I doing on Saturday? There's something on Saturday. Anyway, there's something on Saturday. And uh, <laughs> then what the hell am I doing on Saturday? Am I doing oh, I like an... Am I doing a recording on Saturday? Wait, isn't oh, it Oh, yeah, Netherdeep? of course. It's the end of Netherdeep on Saturday. <laughs> I was like, oh, so uh, on Saturday, played. join us for Call of the Netherdeep's finale. It's going to be starting at noon and we're going to go till it's done. Um, I'm expecting that's going to be probably around 6 p.m. So bring some food. We'll take lots of breaks. Uh, the, 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 um, right. Cause the, we're starting early. We're starting, we're starting at noon, Krista noon on Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. they even got a babysitter. Uh, yeah, it's very awesome. Right. So that's fantastic. <laughs> so nether deep will be done. That's right. Everyone's home games, step up, get babysitters so you can play D and D with your friends. That's right. This is where we are in life now. Uh, Sunday, we are back, back again. Uh, with the finale of Spelljammer. And then that evening, I am doing a delayed recording of Hunter the Vigil uh, that is going to be going on our Patreon. Uh, then on Monday, we have uh, another episode of Strixhaven. Twofer! Um, so you definitely want to catch that as we get really hard into year two. And then uh, Streaming for Survivors has its, uh, its big powered by the apocalypse game ran by krista and i'm very excited for that i hope i did everything you asked of me uh the the only hint that i am going to put into that is i am currently downloading about 13 powered by the apocalypse games we're gonna so, decide which one it is at the time i'm sure uh yeah come come ready to donate <laughs> yeah it's a great cause um and i think that you're all really gonna appreciate it but anyway that's that's me talking way too much about what we have uh, in store. Now, that said, I think today we are going to be hopping into Spelljammer. I don't think this is going to be a full four hours because the last two chapters of this book are potentially short, depending on what you do or if I have to KO you again. But we will figure that out. Any last questions, comments, concerns? Uh, we've got more games after that, but those are the big ones you need to know about because I want to see you at Streaming for Survivors. Those games are at 7 p.m. on both of those days, Pacific. And you can also donate after the fact if you're watching on YouTube. It's a good cause. It's for uh, Streaming for Survivors Benefits uh, Weva, which is now known as Salal. Uh, it is a, uh, a Vancouver sexualized violence resource and, and aid center. Um, they've changed what they're called, so I don't know their exact terminology, but basically they help people who are going through really rough patches and really need the assistance. And they'd really appreciate it, and so would we. So, um, we make no money from raising funds for them, by the way. This is 100% altruism. So, come be altruistic with us. Cheers. All right, so, any questions, comments, concerns? Many, many concerns, but they'll be resolved. They will be resolved in time. All right. So, <clears throat> all right. So with that out of the way, it is time for the light of Xerixis. Are you ready? Two episodes to go. Let's do it. Determined to save the
their world, the characters traveled to Xerixis space with a fleet of ships at their command, but nothing could have prepared them for the armada of enemy ships and the host of solar dragons guarding the magnificent citadel of the Xerixian Empire. Though the battle was lost, hope remains. The Imperial Citadel looms before you. You can see the colors of Xerixis lighting up the sky above this immense moth-shaped monolith. The asteroid tilts gently, connected by a straight stream of sunlight into the heart of the star Xerixis. You can see that the ground below you is teeming with life. Your ship is flanked by two star moth ships. Each of you awakens, battered and bruised, to find yourself in manacles. There is a contingent of astral elves aboard your ship, their weapons drawn and ready to finish what they started last episode. As you drift forward, you can make out thousands of people in the streets. The crowds surround the temple at the citadel's peak. By comparison, the two docking platforms at the end of the citadel's tail. They seem quiet. You've all been stripped of any visible weapons. Tana, you were the only one that was at all conscious. So um, if you would have liked to hide a weapon on you, you can try to before this. I might try to hide a book. Uh, a book is not a weapon in their opinion. Well, that's very silly of them. Brilliant, carry on. We'll happily hand over any weapon. She has, like, you know, a, a bow and a dagger and generally doesn't really look like a very combat person. Sounds good. And Mool, you have a question. Yeah, um, I'm, assu- I'm, I'm assuming they dumped Mool into, like, a tub to secure them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're in, like, you're in, you're in some, like, Xerixian Tupperware. Yeah, okay. You wake up to the sound of being burped. Um, all right. As you all have been taken captive, you can see that you're not alone. Mr. Flinch is bound with you, as is Commodore Crux. Nearby, you can see a similar treatment being given to the last breath. You can see that Grimzod Garganhale is tied to the mast of his ship with rope, and Lefty is tied to the mast with yarn. They both struggle against their equal-sized bonds. Topola is tied as well. 
as you drift into the Imperial docks, you are met by a half dozen Astral Elf warriors and another one of those honor guards. Now, these Astral Elf honor guards are, to say they're opulent, is, well, it's an understatement, really. Their outfits are encased in bright gold pauldrons, a broad uh, gold chest plate, a, I'm not exactly sure what to call it, a, a hip belt uh, made of solid gold and flowing red robes, as well as a porcelain mask. So just to give you a, a sense of things, that's, what would you call that? That's a belt, kind of? Like, I don't know. That's like a really fancy golden fanny pack right there. It's like a It's a cummerbund. It is golden. a cummerbund, yes. It's a silky gold cummerbund. All right. A... Okay. It's probably like a girdle or something. As your ship is pulled into dock, you will all hear the tinkling of crystal forming up from the dock on to your ship in a straight gangplank. The sound of regimented boots. Tap, 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 tap. Seven sets stride on to the bow of your ship. The honor guard appraises the situation and then touches the side of their mask. There is a slight kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy effect as like the mask parts magically, revealing a, a rather fetching looking um, male astral elf. <clears throat> he takes a step forward and says to you, I am Commander Coralith. My orders are to deliver you to the Temple of Light to face the Emperor's justice. The commander orders you and your captors to return your weapons to you. Give them the things back. Princess Zadali sends her regards. Lovely. Be sure to return our regards. I shall escort you. Please follow me. The mask will reseal around his face. Doesn't seem like we have too much of a choice at this point. You don't. Do you go with him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Strap all stuff on. As you step down onto oh. the platform. Sorry. I was going to say, I'm just going to brief, like, um, Francis would briefly, like, check over everybody and make <clears throat> sure that no one was, like, seriously wounded. I mean, we all went down, but, like, you know, make sure no one's lost a limb. Just Nobody's lost a limb. You're all battered and bruised. Tana is, is holding up the best of you, but even she definitely has some bruises on her. Um, the rest of you are sitting at yeah. one hit point. Ten has taken 55 damage last game and is technically still up. 
and and most of our companions seem to be restrained, but fine. They they are unrestrained at this point. The guards will go through and okay. they'll release Commander Crux or Commodore Crux. Okay. Um, and on a nearby on a nearby platform, you can see the same thing happening to Topola and to uh, Grimzod. They seem to be being marched down as well. And hand me your brute! Oh, hand me there a little more, maybe. If uh, Wreck is conscious, he's going to use wholeness of body and do like a dog after having a bath and shake himself and all the wounds are going to fly off of him like poorly applied appliances and makeup. So he'll get 18 hit points back. Sounds good. You'll also hear nearby a... As a Tupperware lid is opened and Mool is poured out onto the deck. Uh, uh. You'll, treatment. you'll hear. Uh, there's some. One of them hits the bottom of the Tupperware bin and a little Mool falls out onto Mool and reabsorbs. That's where that went. <laughs> you alright, Mool? Uh, I've lost some volume. Louder? I lost some volume. No, it's back. <laughs> uh, yes, we'll follow. Coralith uh, takes you down onto the streets of the Citadel. Around you, you can hear a celebration would be a wrong way to put it. It's not that people are cheering. In fact, all around you, you can see that the festivities appear to be centered around mourning. But it's mourning with a sense of anticipation. Any of you who have been to a coronation before get that out with the old, in with the new. It almost feels a little like a funeral mixed with a New Year's party. the squad surrounds you on all points and soon your group is merged with Grimzod and Topola as you're walking Coralith walks beside you keeping stride with Tana I suppose you have some questions inevitably I would be a bad host if I did not answer. What's the plan now? Following Emperor Zavin's death, Prince Zeveth has declared that his coronation will take place after the funeral. The princess is being forced to attend the coronation, even though it is the wish of many to see Zadali and Zeleth coronated jointly as was their father's wish. We shall see what happens. Princess Sadali has asked that you be kept alive until then. Appreciate however, it. Hmm. However, if Z Prince Zeleth becomes the emperor, you will be executed without a trial. 
It's not encouraging. Somewhat encouraging. Perhaps it will not be. There's no way to know. I imagine that Princess Sadali asks for you there for some reason. I can think of a few. Yes. Francis. Well, yeah, duh. Are we not all thinking it? Well, look, I mean, just because we may very well be executed before the end of the day doesn't mean we can't have a good time en route. Good point. Well, while this is true, I would also still prefer not to be executed to have more good As would I. <laughs> At the base of the I Temple of like Light, you will be held inside of a holding room. There you will be given the chance to freshen up. The funeral will take some hours. Use the time to say your pieces, to make your pieces, and to rest. It'd be a pity to go to your own execution with bags under your eyes. Good thing I don't have them. Hmm. I think mine are just permanent at this point. Facilities will be present to allow for an oil change if it is needed. Oh, good. Olive or avocado? <laughs> Olive, please. You can tell the. You can see. Um, Coralith will remember that. It's going to appear on the screen. <laughs> Excellent. Well, he strides across the, the city, taking you to the Citadel temple of light now the temple of life itself is a massive structure in the center of the imperial citadel the the temple of light is this huge jutting building shaped uh, roughly like oh i don't know vaguely like a pyramid rising out of the highest point of the citadel it's from its tip that Xerixus is fed by that connecting beam. At the front of it, there is a small building just next to the main temple. Korolith walks up to it, holds up a hand to a small pad, and the doors will... <laughs> as four layers of security will reveal themselves. One, a giant cogwheel, two bank vaults that go horizontal, vertical, and then another one that's just like, just a door. But but before he opens that door, he'll check the handle. I should really block this. It doesn't have a deadbolt, but it, as you see on the inside, you'll see it has one of those little push locks, like on the handle. The kind you can open with a coat hanger if you really need to. 
I was gonna have it be a screen door, but these guys aren't aren't that kind of elf. That those are crick elves. All right. Nah, they like the bugs inside. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, so um, inside of this hall, um, you will see that there it is. It's a jail cell, but it's a jail cell by way of. tower I don't know how to put this like it's there's this like this big flowing purpley red motif everywhere there are um, day beds strewn throughout for you to relax on there's no windows to speak of there are cameras or at least like not cameras but eyes like literal blinking eyeballs in the corner with these big blue pupils that are looking at you and like uh, royal political prisoner station yeah. like this is a pretty comfy ass room there is even uh, a couple of shower stalls at the back hey hey crew this is the nicest prison we've been in to date i'm pretty sure like i mean i, I think this is the nicest room we've been in to date <laughs> <laughs> well that we were intentionally put into at least yes. against our will you will be brought a meal as well. Oh, what's on the menu? Uh, are there vegetarian options? Some of you eat meat. I'm a pescatarian myself. I eat, I eat meat. I don't eat anything but. Ugh. Lower life forms. Yes, we will bring you some form of animal carcass that's been charred to perfection. Fantastic. I mean, technically I don't require it, but it tastes good. Generally, I would recommend the vegan options, but yes. Because well, well, the Rick's so Empire is all about limiting harm. No, it's just gauche. Same. I've never eaten a vegan before. Oh, I have. <laughs> really stringy. Yeah, but, but you've yeah. absorbed brains before, Mool. Yeah, I recommend it. Enjoy your stay. Mm. We will. We will. <laughs> wow, they really don't want anyone getting in to bother us. <laughs> That's exactly your enthusiasm. It, Room? I don't believe that may be the only reason. Are there windows? No there, there are no windows. There are no windows. Okay. No, it is a big, pretty yeah. box. Uh, so you were standing there. You were inside there with... Uh, so Commodore Crux has been brought in to you as well. I to think being a captive of the Zorixian Empire. I mean, we won't be for long. <laughs> That's one way to look yeah, at it. That's way. one way to look at it, my friends. Mm -hmm. Always look I mean... on the bright side of death. Uh, either through our means or their means, we won't be captured for very long. So, what do you think we need to be prepared for? A fight to the death? A summary well, execution? execution? Perhaps. Blowing up snoo the tower? Snoo. Can you get your brain out of the gutter for just one minute, Grimzod? Topolis says, kind of smacking him upside the head. I have a very important question. Yeah. For Grimzod. Grimzod, mm -hmm. 
Do you yeah. think I can become a vampire if I am an ooze? Y'all got Does well. Y'all got blood? No. Of slime. Mm. That might be hard for him. Hey, mm. you know what? Let it never be said that I would not try an interspecies uh, change up. Vampiring? A, a siring, perhaps. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me look this up in my my brain meets. One moment. Uh, the DM checks the book. Um, vampire. It's going to take him a while. That thing hasn't worked in probably millennia. Hey, don't blame me. It was published by Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> my point stands. That's really true. Okay, so I'm just going to check the plasmoid. Uh, race, I think that you probably still can become a vampire, though. I, I don't know. Is there no immunity for that? I guess. Uh, is it limited to humanoids? Ooh, it is good, limited good. to humanoids, and we're then yeah, exactly. Okay, let's find out. Well, it's just like backup plan. What if I become undead? How does vampirism work? All <laughs> just right, all of us be zombie undead. slime. I mean, flapping in the vent system. Be, being not alive is an option. If a vampire no. kills, oh, humanoid. Yeah. Okay. I figured it would be. I mean, I don't, I don't think I could do that, but uh, maybe, maybe we get a hold of a, a, a wish spell, and then we see what happens. Eh? I was just thinking I mean, more of as a backup plan, but I appreciate I mean, it. Thank you. I mean, if we get the wish spell, though, perhaps we just wish to get out of here. That's that's what I was thinking. I'm sure with a wish spell, or for money, things we could probably do, or to destroy that star. Can can we get a recap, uh, uh, Tana? What the star is the thing that's making the crystals grow. Sort of, yes. They're feeding it through the crystal connection. Wasn't exactly my department, but. Yeah, what but was your department when you worked is... here? Well, what, sa sales and do... merchandising. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Oh, really? No, simple archival work. Nothing fancy. Hmm. Community outreach. Someone has to keep things organized. It was supposed to be me. Well, that makes sense. You're a pretty good organizer. I, I mean, you managed to organize a peace treaty that didn't. You didn't get us blowed up. Well, that was good. This is true. So thank you for that. I didn't really want to die in that. Uh, too bad about those uh, those eel-necked people, though. They they got blowed up proper. Oh, oh no. Hmm. Well. Hmm. We'll have to write the people too, to thank you. Too bad about many things right now. Now, the, the princess said that something to do with the death had to be at a very specific time to... What was the... Krista also can't really remember. Uh, just trying to figure out what, what was the logistics... Okay, then She Kelly, said that the ring the had something to do with saving your planet? But mm -hmm. she was very vague on the details, actually. Of course. 
What was that ring? Have we looked? Is there a secret inscription? Is there a poison capsule? Is there something in that thing? Have we looked at it? I mean, it, it appears to be capable of casting a small variety of spells. I assume we still have it, right? Or did they take it, it from us? They do not. Some of which are quite useful. What were they again? Yeah, let me pull it up again. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, all of can... you, but they have showers here, and I haven't washed my hair since I scrubbed the stink off of that jelly thingy. That I'm I'm, a... I'm gonna go wash my hair, and Rex I'm gonna starts go... rip, you mean ripping move, his move? clothes off and running towards the showers. Wait, totally wait for moment. me! I need to clean off ugh, blood and goo in my slime. And it's just kind of mm-hmm. floating inside yeah. of you in pockets. Yeah, Mool's gonna go find a place to go and Ugh. clean out. Honestly, Mool, you look like a Tide Pod. <laughs> mm, dinner time. Mool, well, come scrub like, my back. Eh, got it. Help primarily offensive spells. Evocation, I think. It's not entirely my field of expertise. Mm. Is he able to use it to produce you know, small areas of flame or explosions or I'll mm. do dancing lights, sparkling lights. Mm. Array of dancing stars across the room. Perhaps it's used to control something or to denote some sort of station. Mm. Can can we do an arcana check? You can make me a, a Hannah sure. can make me a history check. Okay. Sure. Can I that's do you know anything about astral elves? Probably not, actually. But I can ask insightful questions. Okay, you I can ask insightful one. and leading questions. Okay. Yeah. If 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 she says, well, there's this thing. Oh, what about what, what about this? Make about me that? an insight Ooh. roll if you get a ten or higher. I have an eight, higher. but I rolled a one. Uh, uh that's a ten. <laughs> that's a ten. Okay, so Tana, you can roll that with advantage. So roll me another die. Yes. Well, thank goodness. It's gonna be. I one. rolled a two. That's better. That's twice as good. No. Sort of a nine. Can they just? You know what? Can us? we? Can we take some time? We have time, right? Can we? Can we take twenty? Um. <laughs> there you this, go. <laughs> no, that's not a mechanic in five e, but. Should be. You know it's a royal signifier of some power. Its exact nature, mm-hmm. you you feel well, you know what, this will probably be revealed in time. Understandable. We don't have a lot of that. <laughs> As you say, we don't have a lot of time. Eight hours pass. Everybody full rest. <laughs> um, nice. Within that eight hours, um, a big chunk of that francis is going to be in a quiet will also wash and whatever um but will do so in a slightly more religious context than they probably ever had and Ooh. very much more ritualistic and take up probably solid like two or three hours doing what would more or less equivalate to like funeral preparations hmm. for all of the other people that were lost in the battle that that we brought to their deaths um Fair. and and doing some some praise to dem seas of being like you are i i knew you as a god of elos's seas but 
please be a god of the astral sea as well and we could really use you right now <laughs> so that we don't lose your planet uh if you want to traverse some new exciting seas that's fair roll me roll me percentiles or i can uh, roll them for okay. you your call no i i i'll, I'll do it i just well i mean I, i'm rolling low today so maybe i'll roll up <laughs> right. uh that is a 60. 60? That's exciting. I, I, uh, ironically, I just rolled a 60 as well. So that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad because I just rolled dice that's to see what fancy. I would get. It, interesting. Um, I have a I, deeply you know what? cursed question. But you, you should finish uh, this first. I'm going to finish this scene. So Francis, as you are in the showers, feeling the hot water run down from the rain, the rain shower or the rainforest overhead one, as it's, it's, it's a very fancy shower. There's even like two diagonal ones. So it's like you're taking it over above and you're getting it on both sides of your face. <sighs> mm -hmm. And it's, it's very nice. It's just, ah, uh, uh, you know, um, it's, it's really lovely and warm. Uh, but as you were doing this prayer, you're like raising your hands, you're going down, you're raising your hands and you're kind of doing your bows and as you do that you look down and and like past your form you see the water flowing into the drain and it's flowing and it's flowing and then it starts to pool and then it starts to flow in clockwise rather than counterclockwise draining And for some, for, for a moment, you see a sign that everything is going to be okay, that you have been heard. All right. Uh, Francis will come out of that feeling, looking a little bit more chipper and, and, and ready to, ready to do this thing. Um, and we'll clear, if there isn't a clear table, uh, they'll clear off a table and start like finding pieces that indicate pieces and uh, start pestering Tana for like what she knows about the layout um, pestering everybody else for what they remember on our walk here uh, if they notice anything about the prince in his hologram like like just trying to get as much intel as they can get okay well what it appears is what I saw was that uh, those ships really suck in the solar <laughs> dragons they've got the big ball thing they spit and then it goes boop, 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 and then you you die at least that's what happened to the other guy. I was fine. Well, because you're dead. I also wasn't anywhere near that fucking ball. That that's fair. Probably flammable. I am uh, too. <laughs> Francis Aren't is in too things? good of a mood for this to bring him to bring them down. Uh, so they write a little. They find some scrap, whatever, and write down avoid solar dragon light ball. Yeah. All right. So Tana, you had a question you were going to ask earlier, though. I did a deeply cursed question. How yeah. open is Mool to Tana harvesting some of the blood and slime that is in pockets within you for some sort of strategic purpose? Yeah, go for it. I don't need it. Brilliant. Were these humanoids that were dead within the last 24 hours asking for a friend? <laughs> I, I assume yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Tana. Okay, so you were... <laughs> Those were astral elves that died less than 24 hours ago, yes. Very, very specifically excellent news. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Um, so you'll hear... 
Jangle, jangle, jangle. In Elven. Oh, for fuck's sake, which key? Hold on. Can, while that's happening, could Cheshire pick it from the inside and open it for them? You can try. You can certainly try. Make me a deck save. <laughs> I really, really, really want because that would be so funny. Make me a deck uh, save. I have a whole... Uh, that's gonna be a 16. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, take 23 points of lightning damage. <laughs> As Cheshire goes, this is gonna be funny. And then Cheshire gets launched 15 feet back, like by a cattle prod. <laughs> As the door just goes... <clears throat> and an astral elf will just appear and the, like, the door will go... Ah, 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 and go... <laughs> back into the door. <laughs> that was worth it. That was funny. Alright, and then you'll hear... Oh, yeah, it's this one. And uh, a contingent of astral elves will be standing on the other side. They... Uh, one of them is going to be this astral elf. Um, you think? You think, woman? Maybe not? Sorry to tell. Uh, but dressed in like a, a shiny red skirt, a little red pillbox hat, and is pushing a trolley with like a bunch of curtains on it. And, uh, which, no, excuse me. Jingle, 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 jingle. And uh, goes into the room and like puts a bunch of meals out on the table for you. We oh, hope wow, that these meals will nice. be sufficient. Also, we found this one scrounging around. We think it belongs to you. And you'll hear, Whoop! <laughs> and a, a Hadazi is going to be thrown onto the floor. Hi! Mr. Flinch says, looking up at you. Um, Hi. I almost got away. Better than we if did. only weren't for those meddling elves. You tried, and that's what counts. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's the food that was on here? Uh, so they've got a bunch of roast beast. Um, okay. They've got um, a, a lot of fruit. Uh, they've got some nice vegan plates. Uh, there's, uh, there's a big bowl of gazpacho. Um, there is... Uh, for for you, Tana Starbell, a nice... Uh, uh, an, an, is it a Nikwa salad? Nikois? Niswa. Niswa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Niswa salad. That sounds so fancy. Um, uh, there's also some vegetarian dal, but it's mild because there's astral elves. They're still I mean, basic yeah. bitches. Conquer the galaxy um, for spice. Afraid to use it. Is this person, <laughs> um, like, do they look like a cook or do they look like a soldier? They look like a stewardess. Okay. They're basically right. dressed like a stewardess from like the 70s. Ten four. You know, mini skirt, um, little lapels, little little yeah. Xerxian like pin. Thank you for being imprisoned um, by Xerxes. <laughs> uh, no problem. Uh, curious as this may be one of our last meals. Um, my religion prefers uh, aquatic. Oh um, food. yes, of course. You... Uh, we have uh, we have eel as well and uh let's see uh we have grouper and um let's see we also have she flips through the lower trays um let's see 
Well, we have Eel and Grouper. <laughs> it's uh, Space Eel. It, well, see, traditionally we, we do a tuna. Um, I was wondering if there was any way to request a tuna dish. Um, does it actually have to be from the seas? I, preferably, but I would understand if not, as we're kind of a w little ways away from that. Um, one moment, please. And she'll, like, open a little slider drawer and reach into a literal hole in reality that is there. You'll hear. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. And you'll see a little, a little cylindrical item come out in her hand and it says bumblebee on the side of it hmm <laughs> I hope this will be sufficient how dare you <laughs> it's a pull tab <laughs> she pulls the tab on this can of bumblebee tuna and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll that's a handy drawer uh, it's where we keep all of our junk hey it's our junk trunk. Created by the Archmage, I mean, Fergie. I mean, everyone needs a bit of a junk trunk, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know it. Thanks. They'll take it and turn to them and be like, I don't know, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> and just go eat their can of dry tuna. I mean, there's an eel plate, too. Like, it's... No, I was I was just trying to work with like I was hoping they would have to leave and then come back and I, we could like plan to like, when they come back to do something. But I got I'm out, guys. Someone else come up with a plan. The bumblebee tuna killed you. I'm tapped. I'm tapped. Are oh, those orange wedges? I uh, dibs yes. on the orange wedges. There are many Google types of fruit as well as honeydew. Yeah. He'll start <laughs> stuffing them into all of his pockets for later. Although we're we're very we're very big on um, we're big on traditional marriage, so no cantaloupe. But oh, or yes, cantaloupe. Do. I guess that would be a better joke. Hmm, I should get that to HR. Anyway, have a nice day. And she'll wink, wink, wink. One of the wheels on the trolley is a little off. The HR department here is worse than anything else. Yeah, I know. <sighs> they gave us honeydew. Mm -hmm. It's like the worst melon. Ew, don't. It shouldn't even be counted as a melon. I don't know. I don't I'm fan takes honeydew. a whole honeydew. <laughs> there is also there is also a mini watermelon. Ah oh, yes. Oh. Whole thing. Is, is so there only one able, miniature watermelon? One miniature watermelon. Yeah. Which Commodore Crux will eye suspiciously. Hmm. If any if anyone else wants it, I had the honeydew. Does anyone else want watermelon? I wouldn't want to presume. <laughs> Sorry, I stress eat. It's uh, there's no there's no beverages here. There's Bing Bong. The door will open again. <laughs> and your wine selection. Oh, the melon's already gone. So fancy. It's what happens when you have friends who are gifts. They, they like melons. It's actually quite cool. impressive to watch it. Oh, I uh, bet. I'll have the house red. Of course. Big house red. Uh, we also have bottles of Chateau du Stomp 
And um, uh, let's see. Uh, we have Purple Dragon number six. Do you have anything a little higher proof? We've got Captain Morgan. That'll work. You have any We've like got pirates here? That counts. Yeah. No, it really doesn't, but we do. <laughs> uh, we've also got Mad Mountain Brewery for anyone who's wanting a beer. It's very stale from a, um, well, at least it stays cold. It's from uh, Icewind Dale. Hmm. Fair enough. Oh, and uh, this for you. And she will hand you a toolkit, Cheshire, that has a series of, like, olive oil infused <laughs> syringes in it, as well as some sucker syringes so that you can switch out your olive oil. Oh my god! Well, thank you. Of course. I hate for you to go to your doom without feeling comfortable. Oh, also, mm. um, if you'll... Um, while you're in the showers, simply put your belongings uh, through that hamper. You'll see that next to the showers, there's like... It looks like a changing table, but it's got a big hole in it that's glowing. <laughs> it should remove any stains, smells, or substances. Huh. Laundry service. Rec immediately runs over and lobs his boots in there. They come yeah. out like shiny clean. Wow. That's never happened before. God, this this place ha has it's absolutely everything. Here. We should be here more often. It's true. We'll, we'll, Spend the we'll rest be sure of to get captured here. again. Do, do you have a review site? Somewhere where we give you a number of stars? Elf. Oh, we only need the one. Praise Xerixis. Of course. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Wee, 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 wee. The, the jokes trolley. they do have are lame. Different, different trolley, different bad wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they've got the one star. Can I use mm, healing I word on it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, yes, but that implies very rough things about their trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> like the bat, you heal the bacteria in the trolley. The trolley's a mimic. Like, what are we going with here? I, I don't know. <laughs> the trolley could be a mimic. Yeah. You for could be a mimic for all I know. Very concerning if it worked. Yeah. This entire stream could be a mimic. <laughs> That's why you guys stick with us because you can't. You can't get your strength save. Um, oh no! <laughs> all right. <laughs> So I got an go <laughs> You're stuck with us. Uh, enjoy your last meal. Thank you. <laughs> Better service here than at the academy. So <laughs> God damn it. So do we think that um, cleaning portal goes somewhere or just cleans things? I anticipate it just cleans things. Probably just cleans things. Do we want to test it? Yeah, what, what What do you think would happen if like one of us went in there? Give me a second. Mool's going to remove a tiny glob 
the probably the exact same portion that was separated from the in the Tupperware and is going to drop it through the port the little hole the glowy hole. Okay, I need you to make me a wisdom save. <laughs> <laughs> or a charisma save. I'll allow you to do that. Okay, let me just uh, re double check here. Yeah. Uh wisdom is slightly better. That's a okay. five. All right, so Mool, we're going to focus in on you, and uh, you are going to drop into the hole. And as you drop into the hole, you are going to find yourself falling through an infinite blackness that suddenly blooms and kaleidoscopes with the heat birth of the universe. <laughs> Kaleidoscope shapes that you didn't even realize existed uh, begin ballooning around you. Suddenly, Moo, you find yourself standing in the middle of a wide room. No, it's like you're standing on top of the world all around you. You're standing on water? And you're seeing every character from the entire, the entire show. Congratulations! Congratulations! You did it! We believe in you! Congratulations! Congratulations! What? You did it! Congratulations! What did I do? You survived, Amy! And then it's- all of them are going to drip down to- Who's Amy? Amy? How did I survive them? Plunge through the floor. And are going to fall further, uh, tumbling down into blackness, and are going to land in the middle of just a plain dark room with a single overhead spotlight, going, and you'll hear from one corner of the room. Hello? Hello? <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> And suddenly you'll hear as 10 small gnome-shaped creatures armed with toothbrushes begin to scrub you down. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little... We're cleaning up the ooze. We... What? What's wrong? They all look at you. You need to be cleaned. You're in the cleaning room. What was that place I was in before? The innermost reaches of your subconscious? Who's Amy? How did I survive them? No one survives Amy. I don't know what that means. Uh, they're going to scrub you down, uh, but at hyper speed. Uh, they they scrub you for an hour in the in I believe one minute. This is kind of nice. Yeah, as they get all the crannies, uh, and and grooks and stuff like that, and then you're. Are, they're going to go, all right, you're all clean, Greg. And suddenly, as you look across the room, there is this black shape sitting in the corner with this elongated head, this black carapace with these spiny protrusions off their back, no eyes to speak of, long insidious claws and a segmented tail ending with a spear-like tip. It turns and looks at you opens its Hello. mouth, and a smaller mouth is going to come out of its mouth and go, hey, enjoy the rest of your day, y'all. And it'll reach forward and pull a lever. Executed. Oh. Oh, that's rough, buddy. And a hole is going to go open beneath you, and you're going to go and hit the ground beneath the uh, the table. Everybody else, uh, Mool went, dropped the thing, and it went on the ground. No time difference. 
<laughs> I don't know if that works. You let me let me let me check it. And Mul's going to re reabsorb the tiny blob. I've seen things. <laughs> I think we have bigger what? things to worry about if we make it through this. There's something called what? Amy. Does it smell like spearmint? My boots smell like spearmint now. I don't. I. I don't know. You. You check. I can't. Honestly, the the little it's it's kind of funny because like Mool's kind of blue, but this is like a shiny like starlight blue that's just floating in a glob, like the clean part of her, or them is just kind of floating around. Um, I, honestly, it's new car smell. Wait, who's who's it? An Amy? I don't. You know, know, I met someone that followed a Kelly once. I don't know. Hmm. But no, that's not a way out. If this is our end, then. I must say, it is good to be doing this with friends. I'm sorry, my my friends. I think I've led you into this predicament. I fear that my my quest for vengeance against Xerixus has has doomed you all. Crux, you remember that we picked you up, right? And we dragged you along on this. You would still be living sadly but relatively comfortably in a bar somewhere so we Com kind of brought drunk, you to yes. your doom yes comfortably numb hmm. so if anyone has anything to apologize for it's us um yeah uh, uh, uh we'll um i guess forgiven then at least we have friends mm-hmm so, should we make some sort of a plan? Well, I figure... If they try to kill us sooner than later, I might be able to summon some sort of horrid creature again. That's fair. Um, hmm. How hard do we think it would be to sever this building from the star? Um, do we just what have to we put... push it really hard? Or... like, Yeah? A really big mirror and reflect the starlight back. Hmm? Or yeah, the, that's the good beam. Thinking. I don't know which way it's coming or going. Hmm. But like I'm thinking if we can like blow up the tip of this tower, for instance, and sever the connection, hmm. then that should solve our problems, right? Because then they'll have bigger tip is finally die. How does the king connect to the star i'm not certain i i believe that um i mean the em the emperor is dead so it's hmm. currently nothing's connect nothing but so it's still we should connect to it wow. and become the true rulers of xerixia i don't think you have the uh the the stuff <laughs> for that cheshire you know, I'm sure we, I can you know, build a might, couple layers. No, I mean, you don't have the royal blood because you don't have uh, any blood. Well, oh. I could drain theirs. That could work. <laughs> you know what? I would be willing to do a taste test comparison. Like, you know, really, when you think about it, I function largely on hydraulics, and that's the moving of fluids and stuff. Oh, I know you function on hydraulics. Royal blood, you really have boom, to do that I'm royal every blood. time. What Wait, hang on. 
Can you tell, like, can you tell blood types? I mean, I'm a bit of a connoisseur. This has horrible implications for things that Tana has done, but can you tell I'm if pretty she's royal blood? And I do not possess royal blood. Hey, you know what? I don't. Are you know asking me to bite are, Tana? So... Tana, that's kind of kinky, well, but you know, put a little in a It cup seems or like. Something. Look, I'm just saying that you know, you you seem. I, I mostly thought you were interested in elves, but uh, you are very fetching. It wasn't even my suggestion. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying I could do much worse. Do do we even I'm not trying to know you that out, royal though. blood is a factor in this? Hmm. Maybe it's just a royal thingy and a friend. We do have like, a royal thingy. Yeah, well, like why don't lift, you just kill every astral Tana. elf except for Tana, and then Tana's the de facto leader? I, like I mean, I'm plan. okay with this. That might be time. Do you have some kind of bio weapon that we don't know about? No, not anymore. <laughs> Can we recreate one? <laughs> this is why we don't deserve nice things. So. Sorry. I'm sorry. I love it when you catch your, your when when you laugh at your own delivery. You're just like, oh god damn it. We probably don't have time oh. to create some sort of biological elf plague. Um, however, we are. Yes, there's never enough time, time for leader very, activities. Very, Board during the funeral, so we could simply make it more exciting by, you know, interrupting it violently. Mm. And yeah, and we're friends because dead. I hate that guy. And I mean, they're they're elves. Apart from present company, we do know they're kind of stuck up a bit. And if somebody crashes an oh, event I'm, without I'm an invitation, they will probably just freak out because their little brains can't comprehend the fact that oh my god somebody's not following my set of rules how do we do this actually given what i've seen so far they'll probably just kill you yeah yeah mm -hmm. they seem you know what they seem very flexible in that regard you know like oh traffic or, ticket or oh not, i kill you or, or not very flexible because that's the only thing they ever do is cry and kill people I haven't seen them cry, but I have seen them kill a lot of people. Yeah. Honestly. Maybe if they cry, they would kill less people. Yeah, that's maybe that's fair. good. Maybe we should do some therapy sessions. Yeah. I mean, so... who wants to be the therapist? Mm -hmm. So, um, you've had enough time for another quick short rest if you want to roll some of your hit dice, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> For some of us that got injured. <laughs> Just look, it wasn't my fault, okay? Uh, that's gonna be. Doo -doo -doo. I mean, I may as well spend a few more hit dice. Oh, and actually, my parry after wound closure increases this. Hmm. Woo! Damn it! Oh Fire. yeah, it doubles the hit di the what I get from hit dice. Nice. Oh nice. Doubles it? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty brutal. It's pretty hardcore. Very so that's sixteen. Uh twenty. Okay, so it was basically full before I doubled it. So there we go. Nice. I'm full again. I'm I'm very proud of you. <laughs> okay. Um so as that occurs, there is a 
as you're you're taking a moment to to hold yourselves up. Uh, it's been about ten hours since you've been in here. You've had your meal. You've had a rest. You've started to do some planning. I guess just putting some of those plans in towards um, Tana has Dimension Door and Summon Greater Demon ready. Mm-hmm. I look Could forward be an entertaining to, combination. I look forward to seeing those in, in effect. It's going to be good. So. As you are finishing doing your preparations, trying to figure out what the hell you're going to be doing, there is a noise outside, a jangle, jangle, jangle. Click, click. And once again, Coralith stands outside. The funeral is complete. Come with me. It's time. So, how did okay. the funeral go? It is over now. And how does that make you feel? Make me a persuasion roll. (laughs) (laughs) Alternatively, Mool, I will allow Charisma Insight. Oh, one sec. Um, I have Insight. Oh, cool. Okay. Because you're guiding through emotions, I'll allow Charisma Insight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. God, I love you, Amy. <laughs> I'm using my determination. Okay. Yes. Uh, it should be a 15. A 15? Honestly, not too good. The Emperor was a good... An honorable man. He shall be missed. Whatever scheme... Whatever scheme the princess has in mind, wish you well in your part to play in it. I fear that... the grape has not been ripened by the vine necessarily, at least in one case. That sounds rough. Yes. Well, uh, uh, enough of that. Uh, we should, we should be off. That was really brave of you. I'm an honor guard. Bravery is my life. Thank you. Let's go. Uh, Yeah, let's go. Francis wipes away a single tear uh, from hearing this man open up and make sure that he sees it. He does see it. Mm. <laughs> All right, so with a lot of you as well as Grimzod, uh, Mr. Flinch, uh, Topola, and Crux. Yes, Tana, you were about to say something? No. Okay. Uh, the lot of you are marched into the temple. Hmm. And as you make your way there,
pushing your way past a slew of onlookers. You head through into the main temple. You see an elf priest presiding over the figure of the late emperor, whose body floats on an azure pool, with a brilliant beam of light penetrating it from above. Flanking the priest are Prince Zeleth and Princess Zadali. The prince is arrayed in regal splendor, his expression one of exaltation, while Zadali stands stiffly, regarding her brother with a look of utter loathing. Silence fills the temple as the priest raises his arms, and the emperor's body, shrouded in light, rises into the beam and disappears. The emperor has ascended, the priest announces. His spirit is one with the light of Xerixis. As his firstborn heirs, Prince Zeleth and Princess Zadali are both in line to rule, but Princess Zadali stands accused of treason. Are there any who would dispute this claim? A hush falls over the, the crowd. Oh, uh, all right. What do you guys do? What do you do? We all put our hands up, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I see none that... Oh. Yes. You there. Wait, wait which one of us first? Mm. I'm just supporting... The uh, citizen. Uh, yeah. Ah, I suppose that makes sense. Ah, Push yeah. Tana forward. Citizen again. Nice, nice, nice. So swanky. Oh my goodness. The emperor was an honorable man, but the prince is a coward and a scoundrel. If this empire is to be stable and worth anything, they must both be on the throne, or she should be. The this prince. pathetic worm couldn't even fight me himself in person when we did combat before, sending only a small remote image to attempt to strike fear into me with this pathetic whining. This pathetic wimp should not be close to a throne. Ooh. He's an Ooh. asshole! Tana, I let you talk because I thought you'd be more diplomatic than me, but you're not doing very well. No. The prince will lean over. <laughs> the prince will lean over and leer at you and say, and yet it worked. My image struck fear into your pathetic heart, exile. <laughs> it was the dragon, actually. Not, not. And the not dragon really seemed really either. sad. Yeah, you clearly don't treat your animals very well. Yeah, do you realize the emotional state that that left that dragon in? <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not care to the whims of lesser animals, so I can't hear what you're saying. <clears throat> oh, we have to turn up the volume. You're an animal <laughs> abuser. You're so mature. Yeah. Uh, See, Francis, hear what they're saying. <laughs> Francis right. will also kind of turn to the audience and and uh, see. Do you all want a ruler that doesn't listen to people below him? I did not say that I did not listen to my people, but you, oh, so you are can not hear my me. people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your last pathetic, your last pathetic gasps at pedants. I would spend my last okay. moments of existence more constructively. Begging? 
Is he into that? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? Did you say negging? Beg, um, negging quite possibly too, but I, I picture your last moments to be one of whimpering and crying and begging and hoping for mercy. You've been a coddled okay. infant your entire life, well into your adulthood. Slay, Tana. Tana Starbell, exile number 42962. Why was it exactly? You think there that might be were... some issues in an empire with more than four thousand exiles? We have existed for more than ten millennia. We're bound to get more than one every couple of years. And you mm. remember their number now? Who's the pedant? <laughs> I felt it necessary to look up your file. Hmm. Oh, hmm. are you, what, are you going to try to call me out in front of everyone? For what? Why did you leave? Why were you forced to leave? Because I fundamentally disagree with keeping this dead star alive. Because you abandoned your family. to die. Your parents, your friends. They abandoned me. Well, Tana Starbell, I can give you one gift. Hmm? Your wish to die will be granted. I don't know that I clarify that being a wish of mine. Everything should die. Maybe you should show us how it's done. What say sure, you? Sure, why don't we start with you? Okay, so can I get a, give me a persu give me a persuasion or intimidation role to get to, like you're trying to convince the crowd, right? So what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna give you advantage on this. So I want because you we're all helping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to uh, uh, and there will be a couple of like I don't like him too much either. That's actually pretty solid intimidation. So let's go for that. Okay. You'll hear Grimzod say, so yeah, he's a advantage, right? <laughs> With advantage. Okay, brilliant. So my first roll is an 18. Okay. So I'll go with that one. Second roll of 14. So with efficiency and that's a 25. There's like, there's silence in the hall as Zeleth raises his hands. And then you're going to hear <laughs> a little book. <laughs> as like the clap and slow clap builds and like people are like yeah you know what you should fight 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 <laughs> and as you do that he's going to look around the room kind of alarmed only someone who has only someone who bears one of the starlight rings can challenge for the right to rule. And where's your ring, sister? She will just kind of smile and go. <laughs> I think Tana's like laying her book on the ground and stands up. I challenge your right to rule. Very well, sister. He sneers. Since you won't face me yourself, I, too, name a champion. Bring forth the Zodar! 
The crowd stops cheering and let out a collective gasp as the guards part ranks to make way for a, cle a creature clad from head to toe in a suit of obsidian armor. As it floats toward you, you realize that the armor is the creature. The priest turns to face you. The Zodar has served the Imperial family since the dawn of the Empire. Its knowledge is vast. Its will is absolute. Its knowledge of ways to bring you to ruin and to kill you are infinite. To the death! And I think it is time for a quick washroom break. <laughs> yeah, I fight self. Sorry, sorry, y'all. You let tennis. It doesn't look too hard. No, no, no. This is beautiful. This is exactly what. Oh my god. I, I, I don't know what I expected, but like this. It's, is it's only medium sized. On it's only medium sized. Not bad. It, he's, he's, an an asshole. he's an asshole. He's an asshole. Zort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We're gonna be back after this quick break. Everybody, we'll be right back. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dork Tales content. Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind the scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. Hello and welcome back to Light of Xerixis. Um, we're not going to do any time chatting this episode because we got to get into this big fight. Uh, so um, we are going to be doing this Theater of the Mind style because they didn't design a map for this really. I mean, they kind of did. Like there's a picture of the temple, but they also like don't show you where things are on the map. So I'm assuming <laughs> like, so just this big map, right? And you're like, I guess we're like right here. Or maybe we're here, or here, or maybe we're on this page with no map. I don't know. Um, and I'm just going to make it up and say that uh, you're not. You're, uh, you, you. there's a buttress. I don't know what the buttress, when, when, where are the buttress? What is a buttress? Is that the part that sticks out? Yeah. It's like an overhanging balcony. Uh, thank you, thank you. Okay. Uh, so, the <laughs> like there's a button in some... The prince has a big buttress, and I cannot lie. He doesn't. He's an astral elf. It's flat. It's it's if it has, if it's a big buttress, it's padding. It's more like a trunnion. A trunnion. Oh boy. Uh, a trunnion is the pivot point on a cannon. So a butt being like I a thought trunnion it was like a special kind of point. like funnion. Wouldn't it be great? No. Yes. When your DM them, tells like, you like, the building is festooned with trunnions. When when two onions are legs together like the uh, yes that's a, that's like, a like, ha like handcuffs that's called docking. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm All surprised right, so. we haven't any docking jokes in this game. I know, anyway. right? We're so mature. <laughs> All right, uh, back into this. Uh, we're gonna head back into game. Ready? It's time for the light of Xerixis in a three, a two, one. Welcome back to Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. As you stand in front of this creature, the Zodar, a bipedal entity cased in an obsidian exoskeleton. There are no facial features aside from two narrow vertical slits that resemble eyes. Its countenance betrays no hint of pain, emotion, or anything. Tana, you can make me a history roll to know what the hell a Zodar is. 
That that sounds good. Anyone else can make me an arcana roll with disadvantage. Am I proficient in history today? I'm not. Wait, I am already proficient in history. Aha! Uh, so I have an 18. Okay. What you know about Zodars are they are abjurate, they're aberrations. They are, nobody knows how many Zodar exist or where they came from, uh, but they interact with sapient creatures in manners that go beyond a mere aloofness. They simply hover in silence. When they finally perform some significant action, the reason for that action aren't always clear. They also, it's believed that Zodar have specific missions that are handed down to them. They're there for a divine or other type of purpose. They have some incredibly powerful abilities and the ability to speak, uh, how many times? Up to three times in their life. But also incredible cosmic power. So um, Silent as, Bob is a Zodar, is what you're it's saying. It's Silent Bob, Bob it's Silent, it's Silent Bob the Zodar. Uh, but you know they also have the ability to cast the Wish spell once. It destroys them, but they have godlike power. So as the Zodar is called, you challenge to a fight. Zadali says, fine. They have the ring. Zealoth goes and says, I too name a champion. Bring forth the Zodar. The priest says, to the death. Whoever wins this combat, their champion shall choose the future emperor of Xerixis. Should the Zodar win, Prince Zealoth, shall ascend to the throne. Should you lot win, then it shall be Princess Zadali. May the best champions win. Oh man, we're gonna do so good. Go! <laughs> I need an initiative roll. <laughs> I'm so good at rolling dice today. All right, time to roll my initiative as a Zodar. Let's do it. I'm going to spend a first and more to reroll that. That's better. What's my dex? Ooh, I'm pretty dexterous. So this giant, like, rhino beetle armor-looking thing floats toward you. All right, looking at the initiative right now, I have, ooh, damn, I have Wreck with a 26. I have Captain Starbun there, Cheshire, with a 19. I have the Zodar. Then I have, yep, I have, I have Mool and Francis tied. And then at the very bottom, I have Tana. Okay. The fight begins. 
the Zodar is in front of you. The crowd is cleared, uh, and a translucent barrier forms around you in a 60-foot diameter circle. It shimmers, encasing you and the Zodar together for this final battle. Wreck, you're up. What do you do? This creature is about medium size. It floats above the ground. What do you do? Uh, sorry to, to put this in your face, but it's my foot. And how far away is he? Uh, he is about 30 feet from you. Exactly. Oh, perfect. Well, that's enough distance that I'm going to launch myself at him and lay into him with flurry of blows. All right, go ahead. Okay. And spend my key point. And I will say, bring your A game, everybody, because this is this is a biggie. Okay, so, so, so. I mean, I only got two spell slots. Can you use at least one? <laughs> so, 25, 22, 17, and 17. Okay, you have, uh, you don't have determination, so 25 and 22 will hit. You rush forward, slamming your fist. Two hits are going to hit deeply. The others are going to bounce off its armor. I'm going to throw Stunning Strike on both of those. Okay. Uh, okay, and I fail oh. the first one, and I I get a nat 20 on the second one. I choose to succeed the first one with my Legendary Resistance. Okay, well, my Flurry of Blows, my special on it, I'm going to spoil your reactions, so okay. you cannot use your any reactions that you have. And I believe that includes Hurt the Moors. And the, <laughs> the damage is 10 and 10 for both of those hits. Uh, it means I can't spend my re my Hurt the Moors for reactions. So I can spend my Hurt the Moors if it's not part of a reaction. Yeah, so that lasts until the end of my next turn. Okay. And do I get a save against that or is that automatic? For my Flurry of Blows? Yeah. The reaction. No, that's hit. that is straight up automatic. Oh, that's broken. I love it. Okay, uh, so rushing up, you're gonna go wham, wham, wham. All right, and drop down next to it. Uh, Cheshire, you're up. What do you do? All right. So because uh, it was 24 hours since my last thing, I was gonna. I forgot to roll my cosmic omen, uh, and that's. Oh, that's odd. Perfect. I like that. Um, she's gonna start by. Um, Casting Blight on it. Okay, Casting uh, Blight. Yeah. Okay, that is a... Is that a con save? Um, that is a con save, and I'm going to use my Cosmic Omen right off the bat to take a d6 off of that roll, please. Okay, roll uh, So that's minus three off that roll. Okay, does a 17 pass? Ooh, I'm pretty sure that does. Let me just double check. Do, 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 do. Yes, the 17 passes. So right. this will be half damage for you. Okay, give it to me. All right. And do, do, do. It's going to be not great. Uh, 10, 17, 21, uh, 23, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 28 necrotic damage. Okay. And then bonus, damage. yeah. And then bonus action, I'm going to activate my uh, starry form. So that was 28. Was that halved? 
Oh, uh, sorry, that was, uh, this, yeah, it's gonna it's be, 14? uh, 14. Okay. Yeah, sorry. No, totally fine. Um, I'm just checking one thing real quick. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna summon my, um... Uh, starry form chalice actually for healing <laughs> sounds good hey mike where's the thing about not being able to use reactions uh, is that a base class feature or is that part of way of the open not hand? way of the open hand uh, here i'll find it oh yeah you can just impose holy crap that's good yeah oh man I, I don't get any. Sure I don't get any specials, but it prevents you from using specials. Oh, that's real. That's real good. Okay. Uh, so uh, your blight energy is going to kind of hit it like a miasma, kind of wearing into its armor, and it is going to just float ominously toward you. Cheshire, do you have any other actions this turn? Uh, no, it's just that in my bonus action. Okay. So. Uh, it. Wreck, you are directly next to it. It is going to raise one of its armored, segmented arms and is going to strike at you. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 22 points of force damage as it smashes you into the ground and oh. is going to... Cheshire, you just cast that at it. Uh, you're going to see reality warp around you. I need you to make me a con save. Okay, coming up. Yeah, that dice is gone. Okay. Con save. That's going to be a... Did you do that? Um, 17. A 17 is a fail. Um, no! Suddenly, okay. you're going to see reality warp around you, and you are blinked out of existence. And the next thing you see, the Zodar vanishes as well, 20 feet to the north of you. It suddenly reappears, smashing Cheshire's face into the floor. Uh, Cheshire, uh, I also have a 29 to hit you with an attack. Oh God, yeah. Oh my, that's okay. beautiful. I rolled very poorly, thankfully, on my initial damage though. So first off, from the forced teleportation, you are going to take, uh, that is gonna be 16, Seven, uh, 25 points of force damage. And you are going to take 18 points of force damage from the punch. For a total of Holy 43 smokes. points of force damage. As it just smashes you into the ground. Oh, that was so cool. I love that it can just do that once per That time. is amazing. Um, all right, Mool or Francis, what do you do? They're about 20 feet to the north of you, so about 30, about 20 feet away from, uh, actually 20 feet away from all of you at this point at the top of a triangle. Okay. You can go, Amy. Sure. Um, so Mool's going to rage and is going to, uh, charge up and is going to reckless attack because, you know, that's what we do. And is going to yell, get off my friends! There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does a. Oh, crap. 
a 21. Yes. And a, oh, the other one definitely hits then because that's like a 25. All right, go ahead. Yay. Uh, that should be 17 bludgeoning, I believe. Yeah. Perfect. 17, yep, 17 bludgeoning is going to work. So smashing up, you're going to smash it twice with your with your tendrils. Do you do anything else on your turn? Uh, nope, that's bonus action and okay. my attacks. And that's with your rage damage as well? Okay, uh, you start to dent its obsidian armor um, as you are smashing into it. This thing is tough as a freight train. And that so is magical damage for intensive uh, magic resistance. Perfect. Uh, Francis, it is your turn. Okay, this thing is within... I would like to get within 15 feet of it. Okay. Um, or I guess within 10 feet of it because I want it in my 15-foot radius. Um, you can absolutely rush up to it, yeah. Okay. Uh, and will just kind of stomp their way forward, pulling out their giant hammer and dragging it along the ground behind them. Um, but as they drag it along, instead of sparks, it looks like sea foam. And then they whip it up around them and like water elementals, like angelic looking water elementals start flitting out around them as they cast a fourth level spirit guardians. Um, Ooh, hell yes. And then we'll just start, uh, Every the last couple steps they take, rumble and thunder as they step down. As I prep my cloud giant ability. Oh hell yes! Uh, and that is their turn. Okay, that is beautiful. I love that. So it's inside of that range. So I'll put a little note at the beginning of their turn. Uh, Mool, I'm seeing in the chat that you forgot to reroll damage dice. Would you like me to spend a, a, something good happens to let you re use that? After I don't back. think it's worth it in this case. Okay, no. Sounds good. Okay, uh, down to the bottom of the initiative, we have Tana. <clears throat> Sorry, bad time for hydration. Um, so I'm actually going to use an ability that I haven't used this entire game, which I'm kind of excited mm -hmm. for, uh, which is Astral Refuge. So this allows Tana to typically poof into the astral plane uh, and then cast two self-targeted spells and then poof back. So it takes an action, Ooh. they get two spells out of it, which is pretty heckin' rad. Um, one of those is going to be my Armor of Shadows, which gives me Mage Armor as just a, it's for free. It doesn't take mm -hmm. spells a lot, which is quite nice. The second one, though, is I'm going to cast Fly as a fourth level spell to give both Tana and Cheshire, like a full 60 foot per second of fly speed. Ooh, beautiful. You can, And you can cast that on two people? If I do it at a spell slot of fourth level or higher, I can target which one Which you automatically do as a Warlock. Yeah, I got no choice. I got to do it. So we got poofy magical space powers. Okay. Uh, and I'm right. just going to fly up to the top. <laughs> okay, so this will basically, the dome is going to go up, say, uh, so it's about 60 feet wide. I'll say that it goes up about about 60 feet as well. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. And it's I'm, more I'm picturing this very much looking like she's stepping into a gap of space and then being levitated by the gaps between stars. So spooky, Ooh. weird black wisps. I, I freaking love it. Uh, I think that that is amazing. I love you and Krista's descriptions there. They were both really rad. We're going to get murdered. 
Okay. Uh, top of the initiative again as you float around. This creature floats, still holding Cheshire by the back of her hair. Wreck, it is your turn. What do you do? This uh, thing ran away I'm... from you. I am going to rinse repeat. Okay. Rushing up from behind, uh, you are. I'm going to spend a hurt them more to give you advantage on your first attack. Uh, two, three. Okay. That that's Ugh. not that doesn't sound good if you want him to hit. <laughs> I deep <I>, something. <laughs> Wait, does that count as a reaction? Because that lasts until the end of my turn. To give you a something good happens to give you advantage. You, you said, said it hurt. Okay, you said hurt more. Yeah, you said it hurt the more. I'll take that's it. I'll take it back. I can take it back. We, were, we thought uh, something really <laughs> bad was about to happen. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, wait, why are you trying to hurt me? Yeah. <laughs> that seems odd. Uh, okay, so two of these are not great. So they're hitting with uh, 12 and 12. And okay. the other ones are 24 and okay. uh, 26. Those are both going to hit those two. Okay. Uh, one, two. I'm going to throw a stunning strike on both of those. Okay. Three, two. Uh, that is okay. What's my DC for the stunning stunning strike? Uh, fourteen. Okay, that's a that's a miss. Okay. Uh, succeeds one, fails one. Spending a legendary resistance to ignore that other one. Okay. Ooh. And. I'm going to attack on my Fury of the Small, giving me plus three damage for any creature, medium or larger. Yep. So that's going to be uh, a... That's uh, another 19 damage. 19 damage, oh, that's good. That's a good start. And with my Flurry of Blows, continue to hold your spoiling your reactions. Sounds good. So I can't spend Hurt the Moors outside of my turn. Understood. Uh, Cheshire, it is your turn. Uh, you've been slammed face first into the ground. Some of your gears are grinding through the front of your face. Sparks are erupting to... from one of your eyes. What do you do? Ooh, that hurts. Um, she's going to Misty Step. Um, 30 feet above. Okay. Um, uh, so directly above this thing and, um, right as... <laughs> Uh, Tana's fly spell activates, and her wings are just going to out with these. Uh, you said it was like kind of uh, sort of if, if you picture like hole in reality that happens to be mysterious and dark and not at all terrifying in Eldritch, that would be yeah. So she's going to instead of her normal colorful bright wings that she's used to, she's gonna uh, just sprout two big like black uh, swirly wings instead. And she's going to use her movement to go up to the top of the dome. And mm -hmm. she is going to... You said this is a 60-foot radius dome, correct? It's 60... And we'll say it's a 60-foot tall cylinder dome. So that okay. I don't have to worry about the triangulation of the of the dome and it's multiplying by pi. So... Okay. Um... Okay, so that would... So it's 60 feet wide then, eh? It's 60 feet wide from side to side, yeah. Okay, so I can't do that. Um, do, do, do. Can't do that. And 
And she is going to... Yeah, I thought I thought I, I thought it was radius and so I was gonna use call lightning, but I can't do that. Mm, sorry. Um, no worries, I just have to come up no, with the, a, the, you the know room what? is much larger. The yeah, of course, yeah, the protective sphere is not is not as large. No granted that couldn't pass through that sphere, could it? It would have, it would have to be within the sphere. Well, it's a battle it's a battle circle, so let me just double check that real quick. Uh, so the rules of lightning are 100 foot line. Blah, 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 no, it's call lightning. It's not lightning bolt. Yeah, mind. so it's 10 foot tall with a 60 foot radius centered on a point you can see within range. Oh, mm. also directly above me. I'm at the top of this thing. So I'm okay. just going to cast blight instead. I'm just going to redo that. Right, uh, and good. I'm going to reuse my cosmic omen to give you a minus d6 of okay. minus five off of your save, please, Kelly. Okay. Um, as she points her Q staff at this thing, reaches into the stars themselves, drags out this constellation, and okay. funnels it down her quarterstaff directly into this thing, dealing. Uh, that's um, 16, okay. uh, 26. Um, uh, 20, uh, 26, 32, okay. uh, 37, 39, 41 necrotic damage. Okay. I am spending my last legendary resistance to ignore that because I botched my save. So sad, but that is very valid. Yep, Means that's why I have out, them. Though. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay, boy. so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take 20 points of damage as you hit me with that. Anything else you're doing this turn? Um, the, that's no, it, right? Misty step that. Okay, so this step, fight is not dramatic that. enough. So uh, I it is my turn again. So I'm gonna start rolling. I'm gonna start spending some hurt the moors. This is my dice. This is his. <laughs> All right, uh, with that, Wreck, right, it's going to turn around. Uh, and take, uh, make a wisdom save, please. Oh, you're right. Ooh. Okay, uh, do me double damage, please. I just botched with the big day. Okay. I'm gonna hurt the roll that. <laughs> One. <laughs> One. Uh, that sounded that like is, a cannonball. That's a 14. Oh, that might be it. Wait, my spell save is 14. Okay, so he, that's gonna, that's gonna I think, work. Hang on, I upped my wisdom. Do I have this as a... No, okay, I do. It's eight plus... Three plus it's wisdom modifier. Plus three, plus three. Eight and six is 14. Oh, son okay. of a bitch. Can you, can you lower it? <laughs> Don't do that one. It's I, uh, I'll spend, he still takes i something good happens to make him reroll, if you want. No, no you've okay. already... You're, you're gonna end up rolling higher. It's all good. Um but I did do it at fourth level, so it's 4d8, um, but okay. you are still gonna take half. Yes. Uh, it's radiant damage, so that is a nine plus six is 15. So 15 ra uh, halved is seven radiant damage, not okay. great. So that's what happened at the start of his turn. Uh, spending a yeah. earth of more to get advantage. 
Okay, Wreck. Uh, it is going to punch you with a 33 to hit. Uh, yeah, I'd say that hits me. That probably hits. Uh, uh, I could have rolled way better on damage, though. Uh, that is going to be 25 points of force damage as it smashes you. And you know what? It's gonna. You're trying Ouch. to stunning strike it. It's going to designate you as its primary antagonist at this point uh, and is going to uh, vanish with you. Uh, if you need... I need you to do me a favor and make me a constitution save. Okay. Constitution. Uh, that's a 21. 21. Okay. So you are going to be teleported, but you're going to take half damage. So, uh, that is going to be one, two, three, four. Okay. That, oh, man. That's great. Uh, 13, 17. You're going to take 17 points okay. of force damage, halved, which drops it down to eight points of force damage. I was going to say 17 would have dropped me, but halved. Uh, halved I'm almost there. But here's the thing. Uh, it, it, it warps reality around you, and suddenly... You are suddenly all the way in the air, right next to Cheshire and Tana. Cool. Uh, you are going to take eight points of damage, and I need you to do me a favor and make me an acrobatics check because you're falling 60 feet. Uh, I'm also a monk, so I actually can reduce fall damage. You can. Uh, now, here's the question. Do you need to be Does able to Does that force over? damage take you out? Are you no, falling force damage is not. So you can reduce falling damage you take by five times your monk level. Uh, so let me just roll. Let's see, you're falling 60 feet. It is impossible for me. Oh, no, I could roll. I could roll yeah. eight damage if I roll max. One sec. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, no, I couldn't. I couldn't roll more than 36. My math is, my math skills are awful. Uh, so using slow fall, you're going to be able to fall from the 60 feet and land perfectly safe on the ground. Yep. Cool. I still have one more attack. I'm going to grab Cheshire. Oh no! And spend a hurt the more for advantage on the pit. Is, isn't Cheshire up top? I teleported 60 feet into the air. Oh, he tele. Okay, sorry. I thought you sent. Sorry, they teleport uh, together is the way that it works. Uh, yeah. Cheshire, gotcha. I have a 28. Pardon me, 33 to hit you. Oh, the, the 28 misses, but the 33 hits, you know? <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Take 21 points of force damage. Ooh, ooh, she is out. Okay, um, and then because it's my turn, I'm going to try to hurt them more to take an attack at Tana. Tana, no, no, my I, have, knee. I have a 30 to hit you. Um, let me, let me, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's going to be 17 points oh, of force no. damage. Oh, no. And I'm going to save my other two Hurt the Moors. So it's going to smash into you as Cheshire goes and starts falling to the ground. And then the Zodar is going to hover. They're 60 feet above the ground. Like right next to me? Right next to you because it has a fly speed, baby. This thing's a jerk. It's a jerk. Mool, it is your turn. This thing is 60 feet in the air. Yeah, that might make complicate things. Give me, give, give, give me a hot moment. I need to, I need to check a, uh, a specific thing. Um, 
So, as a barbarian with decent strength, I can yeah. jump pretty well, right? I don't think you can jump 60 feet. but No, uh, but I can teleport 30 feet. Okay, so a running jump, you can... The question is if I can re- jump 30 feet up, get, if I can get 30 feet airborne... And then teleport is I my. I don't can, think you can jump thirty feet in the air. Unfortunately, I, I believe so. it is for a standard jump. Uh, you can jump a number of feet equal to your strength mod as a leap. Like from, yeah, like, like distance like, jumping is much more distance yeah. jumping, but height jumping is not nearly uh, so good. Hey, yeah. Amy, I think I have something that I don't want you in the area for. So, do you mind if I? Go first you while go you strap. Oh, that's right. You guys are on the go same initiative. So. Cool. Um, so, uh, Francis is going to look up, find like a side of a wall or something that he can kind of angle, and they're going to swing the hammer and make a big clang on something and cast a fourth level shatter. Hoping this thing's made of metal. Uh, it is made of obsidian, actually. Stone, crystal, or meth? Meth? Crystal, crystal. Made of crystal meth. Francis, we have to cook. The real monster. The real monster. <laughs> it's made of, sorry, if it's yeah, obsidian, Yeah, the, the armor breaks stone, open yeah? and it's Jesse Pinkman inside going, bitch. <laughs> That's, it uses its last speaking in life to be like, bitch. All right. <laughs> uh, so it is going to roll with disadvantage. Okay, because it's it going to roll with disadvantage. Material. Yep, because it's... it's All right. One, 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 one. Not a one. I got a 17. As the oh, lowest? Disadvantage. disadvantage. Pardon me. Uh, 10. Disadvantage. Yes, okay. Uh, I'm going to use my cleric ability to maximize the 5d8 thunder damage. Uh, I'm so proud <laughs> of you. What's 5 times 8? 5 times 8 is 40. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 40 thunder damage, please and thank you. Mmm. Mmm. Damn. <laughs> I have disadvantage. I, it's the damage. I'm not vulnerable to the damage. It's only... Uh, unless unless he has it. Okay. He, but no, uh, it just is a creature made of inorganic material such as okay. crystal or metal. Uh, as you slam into the side of the magic barrier to resonate this, the shatter is going to go and skip up the wall in this in this arc of force that is going to strike the Zodar kind of behind. I'm assuming you're aiming to hit near Tana, but not on Tana. Yeah, it's a 10 foot radius, so okay. it's going to be just next to it. Yeah. So it is going to ring through and Tana, as close as you are, you're going to see the armor begin to splinter a bit. This thing is bloodied. Ooh. Um, And I would like to use my... There's no one's down yet, right? Cheshire's down. Cheshire is falling to yeah. the ground Cheshire's right now. Down. Uh, I'm going to cast Spare the Dying. Okay, actually, pardon me. Cheshire will stabilize automatically. Yeah. Uh, because of the parry. Oh, of because of your thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so Cheshire will fall to the ground and go thump, thump, because you fall 50 feet do around. They start going ag- do they start dying again because of hitting the ground? They do not. The parry of wound closure will save them. Again. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Every time I drop to, I, I, I go down, she yeah. stabilizes at zero at the ne- start of the next turn. Hot damn. Yeah. Well, at the start of the next turn. So if they go down, then they hit the ground. Are they taking additional damage? For some reason, they are not going to die from this fight. Interesting. Okay. 
Theoretically, that could have killed them, but you can see Cheshire Servo still gonna as she's kind of in the ground in a crumpled heap. So if you have any spells that heal at all. I I cast Shatter. Mm, That's fair. So I don't, I can't, yeah. To be fair, Francis will probably cast Spare the Dying regardless, and if even though it doesn't do anything, so. Sounds great. All right, Mool, it is your turn then. So Mool, I looked it up. You can jump three plus your strength modifier in height. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, So because that option doesn't, isn't, because that's not really an option. I think Mm. Mool is going to, is still going to activate their Eldritch Claw tattoo um, and is going to, I think is going to hold their action for if it comes within 30 or within 15. Sounds good. Wait. Sorry, I just had yeah. the dumbest dumbest idea, but it's, it's my idea feet. and not yours, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to mm-hmm. give it to you. Unless you Fair. make me spend the last something good happens. No, not yet. No, okay. Putting it no, down. We'll hold off. I mean, I'm pretty down for, for you know, if we wanted to get a dumb idea, I'm pretty down. I don't know. Group, I think Amy's so. capable of coming up with some dumb ideas. I believe yep. that's accurate. I, I appreciate your faith in me. Okay. All right. Tana, it is your turn. Sure. So Tana's actually going to use the ring, uh, which has a spell on it that we might have to do some discussion on how the heck this actually works. Go ahead. Uh, which is all lightning. So this can create one to four three-foot diameter spheres of lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's planning to just create one directly on herself. Okay. Um, and the way that this works, I guess, directly next to herself because it can't be quite on her. So it's like an inoc- unoccupied five foot by five foot square. Uh, so when a creature other than Tana comes within five feet of the sphere, the sphere discharges lightning at the creature and disappears. Does that mean okay. that it has to move to trigger this? Or if it just happens to be within that radius, does it go So that's off? ball lightning? Yeah, but it's the one from the uh, the Ring of Shooting Stars. Okay, I'm just going to check this real quick. I did find like a different ball lightning in homebrew stuff. So hmm. it's quite similar, but a little different. But I found this one's just the full descriptions on the uh, on the ring itself. Okay, so. Sorry, just checking the rule for this real quick. Mm-hmm. When a creature other than you comes within five feet of the spear. Um, so. This feels like weird wording, cause like it is weird wording. Is it, you know what? It's a defensive measure from like a royal, a royal council. I would say normally not, but because this is this this seems like it would be like a bodyguard measure, to like blow people back. Yeah, so you you, you put a bunch of them in front of doors or something like that to to hold for a couple. I'll, minutes. I'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, sweet. I mean, otherwise, then maybe on its turn it goes off. I have no idea, but. Well, no, because cool. it vanishes the second that it appears. So I'll say that you can just act it as like an immediate countermeasure. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, in that case, then it needs to make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. I got a nat 20. All right, cool. Never mind. Carry on. You get struck by lightning, but it's pretty chill. Have a nice time. Okay. <laughs> All right. The Zotar no is struck by lightning and looks at you. 
Uh, and then bonus action, let's do shielding Aurora and pull out a little bit more of that mysterious gap between the stars, but this case a little bit more shimmery, like a dying star. Uh, this one is resistance to all damage and hostiles that end their turn within 10 feet will take some radiant damage. Ooh, perfect. All right, top of the initiative with Wreck. Wreck, you are down 60 feet beneath this guy. What do you do? I'm going to spend one of my two remaining key points and okay. wholeness the body to get 24 hit points back. Beautiful. And... I can't really think of any way to get to this darn guy, so I am going to hold I, my action. I haven't... I have an axe, a throwing axe, if you want to take it off my belt. Uh, he's not that great at throwing, actually, so hmm. I'm just going to hold my action. Okay. Is hold he great at action. being thrown? So basically, if he approaches, you hit him? Yeah. Okay. All right, Cheshire, uh, you are unconscious on the ground. Can you please tell me what's going through your mind? Yeah, she's she is determined to not let someone like this prince get between her and getting back home. You know, she she wants she wants to get back home with her friends. And this prince is an asshole, and she doesn't like assholes. And she really wants to put a hole in his head. There. As you have that thought, it is now the Zodar's turn. Uh, no, Anna, no. you are right next to the Zodar. Uh, you did not move, right? No, which was a brilliant decision on her part, but... Okay. She's feeling like maybe shielding Aurora will help for a moment. Okay, hurt them more for advantage on this attack is going to give me a 30 to hit you. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, and that is going to be 24 points of force damage. Okay, sweet. So resistance halves that down to 12. Okay. But that still really sucks. And you are still up, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's not great, but she's pretty okay still. Okay. Um, looking down at the ground, that is the fight there. Um, it's going to raise a hand and is going to hurl Francis with a teleport. Francis, make me a constitution save. Come on. Not great, friends. Um, uh, shoot, what's my con? Too many screens. Uh, 12. 12 is not going to do it. Uh, Francis, you are going to suddenly feel a blur of motion. And you are going to be hurled uh, across space and time, smashing into the ground next to Rack. Uh, you are going to take... Honestly, not terribly much damage, considering that's only going to be 6, 12, 14 points of force damage. And, Great. Hannah, it's going to turn back to you. 
Oh, did it roll a say? Or it's out of my range now. Shit. It's out of your range. Uh, Tana, it's going to turn to you and with a look in its its face that you're not sure has, well, in its, its armor, that doesn't really convey any emotion. There's a slight hesitation as it looks at you. And then it strikes you with a critical hit that does 20, 30, 20, pardon me. Uh, I'm very thankful for resistance this turn. 27. <laughs> uh, 27 points of force damage as it just. Okay, so that has to. 13. 13. Yes. Okay. I rolled pretty. I rolled a 1 and a 3 on those. Yep. So She's about as hurt as she was at the start of this game now. <laughs> All right, and that is my right. turn. Amul and does Francis. Does it end its turn within ten feet of Tannen? Yes, it does. Then it takes twelve radiant damage from shielding Aurora. Okay, it, there's no save for that, right? Nope, it just does. Okay, it now knows what that does and will not do that again. As your it only radiant lasts for a turn. Okay, so it's <laughs> they don't know that. Yeah, they don't know that. They're, they're, you just got bit. All right, down south, it is Mool or Francis. Francis, you've been dragged across the floor. Mool, you got anything? How far away is it from Mool right now? 60 feet in the air. Fucking hell. Mool's just like, this is this is dumb. <laughs> huh. no. Okay. Um. Is anybody a fly? <laughs> Someone, can someone throw me? Francis, throw me! I can, but I think I do more damage with Shatter. Yeah, fine, fuck it. Um, <laughs> and Mool's gonna go and check, so is anyone still on the ground, like, like unconscious? Cheshire. Is the, is Cheshire? Cheshire's Mool's unconscious. gonna go and try and wake Cheshire up, because... Do you have any healing potions or anything on you? I thought you did. Uh, I... Do I? <laughs> That'd be I do. Do you want me to spend us something good happens and see if you do? It'd be useful to have them up. Er, uh, yes. High or low is good for you. Hi. Okay. All right. You have a potion of cure moderate wounds on you. Cool. Because I know you picked um, up some potions earlier in this game, and I don't know where they went. I don't think they got drank. Right. We'll never had them. Well, now you have one of those. So if anybody do. has one of those on their sheet, mark it off. You yeah. grabbed the wrong person's bag. Or something, yeah. Um, okay. Do you feed the... it to Cheshire? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, that'll be your action then. So that's going... Mm -hmm. Cheshire, uh, you are going to heal uh one two three four okay that's a one for sure uh, 13 points of damage hey you know what that's nothing to uh that's nothing to scoff at all right so uh mool do you have anything to do with your bonus action no because activating rage won't make any sense unless like You know what? We'll do it just in case they get attacked. Sounds good. Francis, what are you doing? Uh, they're going to try this again, uh, but I don't have any fourth level spell slots left, so I'm going to use a third. Uh, so they're going to cast Shatter again, dust themselves off, and smash the yeah. side of this 
thingamadoo. Okay, I have disadvantage on disadvantage. this roll. My first roll was a 17, so it comes down to this. One. One. 25. So that it is going to take oh, no. half damage. Yep. It's only going to be 16 then, because it's. I'm going to use my channel divinity again okay. uh, and do max, which is 32. Okay. Part of it is shattering still. It is really badly damaged, but is still fighting. Toll the dead is a whole action, isn't it? It is an action, Burger. yeah. Okay. Anything you're doing with a bonus action? Do you have any other bo any bonus actions at all that you can use? That's what I'm looking for right now. I think my channel divinity is actually. Oh no no no! Channel divinity doesn't cost me any mo any mm -hmm. anything. But I don't think I have any other abilities if I can't hit it because okay. I can't I can't it, because I cast a spell and didn't attack I can't offhand attack. Yeah, not unless um, you have a special class. Yeah, which I don't okay. have. You sure cleric of zeal doesn't have that? Um, do <sighs> when you use the attack action, you can mm, make one additional attack as a bonus is. action. Oh yeah, so I guess I the one time I did an offhand attack was I didn't actually have to not use my bonus damage but fair anyway, it's good matter. to know though um, good to know okay so tana you oh, are actually up. hang on one mm. second okay. Once, okay. i would like to do an additional three force damage because i fucking can't because i have an astral okay. spark and i'm hurting it for an additional three damage okay so it's going to kind of twitch and then it's going to and that kind of hurts it a bit it's a little angry at you now fucking rights and scream out come at me Okay. Uh, Tana, it. it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, Tana would like to pull away from this thing, um, okay. but let's maybe not immediately take an attack of opportunity. So let's Starlight step away from this thing um, and then tear some holes in space and time with some Eldritch Blasts and hope for the Ooh, best. Give it to me. Do, do. Oh, I've got too many tabs open. Don't we all? I mean, I'm pretty confident I know Eldritch Blast at this point, but still. We'll try it with both beams. So the first one is a 26 to hit. That is a hit. The second one's a 17 to hit. You have a determination if you'd like to spend it. Then I would like to spend that determination. That is a 20 and a hit. Brilliant. Three damage, one damage, four damage. <laughs> Are you total? <laughs> All right, you're going to blast it, though, yeah. and it's going to get blasted. Um, that is going to be the end of your turn. You starlight step away, blast it, and it is now floating 60 feet above you. Uh, or not 60 feet above you, probably yeah, about... Yeah, I guess she, she sort of goes 30 feet down, so she's, like, between where this thing is and the people on the ground. All right, Cheshire, uh, and uh, from me, Wreck, it is top of the initiative oh, in your turn. I, oh, I should also point out that the, the glowy aura will fade out at the end of her turn. Okay. The glowy aura fades away. Wreck, it is your turn. From the ground, you can see this thing is pretty badly damaged. Well, there's no way I can hit it from here unless I use my little known fact that I am carrying 10 darts on me. So I'm going to fish a couple of darts out of my boot and lob them into the air like I'm trying to hit a bullseye onto a target. Okay. And you can use Flurry of Blows through your monk weapons. 
Oh my no, god, this is amazing. I, okay. I only have one key, only one key point left. I'm not gonna spend it on darts. Okay. Uh, so that's a uh ten and a twenty three. The twenty three is gonna hit. Okay. Um, you can also use your bonus action to throw a third one if you want. Oh, I might as well. I have nothing no. but darts to hit it with. Uh, so I'm hitting for five points of damage, and oh, I just rolled a natural 20 for the last dart. Oh, so you have five points of damage on the first one? Yep. Okay. And the other one's hitting for eight damage. Okay. Uh, would you like to use your Fury of the Smaller, or is that only on melee attacks? Yeah, melee attacks. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Two darts are going... And another one's going to go ping off of its helmet. Cheshire, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to... You can see a spider act. web of cracks kind of flowing out from those darts that hit it. You know what? I think... I think I'm going to do a third level guiding bolt at this thing. Okay. I'm spending... Um... Roll with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Even the highest one would have missed you. I only rolled a seven and a four. Okay. So you stretch your hand up, summoning the guiding bolt into your battered form and... <sighs> It's going to just phase Nothing. right by its head, slamming into the arcane barrier behind it. Um, and I guess uh, bonus action, I'm going to um, expend another wild shape to get my starry form back. Okay. All right. What shifting back into starry form? It is the Zodar's turn. Uh, Francis, make me another con save. That's a 13. Okay, Francis, once again, you are going to get teleported, except this time you are going to be teleported 60 feet directly in the air uh, and are going to slam into the arcane barrier of the roof. You're going to take 15 points of force damage. And as you are directly in front of him, the Zodar... Oh, he's now in my thing. Make a wisdom save. Does your... And his speed is halved. Does it travel with you? Yes. Oh, it's damn. around me. Yep. What's my intelligence? Nah, I don't say you didn't <laughs> know that. Okay, so uh, I will, I'll keep my attack roll because I just rolled it. So give me one sec. Okay. Uh, give, me, give me damage for that. Uh, cool. Um, it's 4d8. So that's going to be... Uh, 7 and 4 is 11. Okay. Uh, 8 and 3 is 11. So 22 thunder damage. Sorry, radiant damage. 22 radiant damage? Okay, okay. Yeah. One sec.
just going to check one thing on his sheet real quick. Just one moment. Okay. I have to check because I can do a couple of things. teleport into the air being dragged across space slammed into the barrier and you are going to feel this impassable crushing fist wrap around your throat and then it's going to sag its head and release you as your radiant creatures, your spirit guardians are going to flow into it, and it's going to begin to glow, dropping you to the ground gently as it floats down next to you. It slumps in place, inert. You have won. The barrier fizzles, and you can hear the sound of cheering all around you as the crowd goes absolutely wild with this incredible battle that you just barely survived. The priest raises his hands hushing the crowd as you all catch your breath. His voice rings through the temple. The Zodar is defeated! All hell, Emperor Zadali! Zeleth lets out a strangled cry as his sister steps toward you, a wide smile on her face. Tana, my ring, if you please. It's going to take an awkward moment. Can I roll an insight on the princess? Sure. I'm not going to roll the giant chonker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, geez. No, hang on. Come here. Uh, I did roll the giant chonker. Uh, Yeah, also some insight, I think. Go ahead. Uh, It's going to be 21. 21? Okay. Okay. And Tana, roll. All right, wisdom. 16? Sorry, plus one. 16? Okay. 16 plus one? Okay. No, so it's 16 including the plus one. Uh, She is going to smile down at you and offer you a hand up as well. Francis? Francis. Uh, Francis. Francis is going to put a hand on Tana's shoulder and pull her back. And as you do that, Zadali's face is going to darken. I see. 
Well, I had hoped to do this civilly, but as Emperor, I must reward my champions for this triumph. Guards, seize them. And with that, I think we're going to call a game there. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not going to hand over the ring, but especially not now. Oh no, we've been yep. bamboozled. You've been bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone remind thing- me that I have spirit guardians up. <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, you have spirit guardians up. That's true. Um, my my God. Last I love minute. the Zodar so much. It's such <laughs> that a cool... thing's awesome. Yeah, that was I, amazing. I accidentally cheated twice, so I spent two hurt them more secretly. I was like, oh, wait, technically it doesn't teleport itself when it teleports you. Well, fuck it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that because I was like, its speed is halved coming through the Spirit Guardians. So could it even have reached me if it was 60 feet up in the air? So, I... so that was going to be, but I was like, well... So that's why I, sp- I spent the points. I'm like, no, nah, like, let's yes. keep myself honest. That's that's why I hurt the more are there because I make mistakes as a DM, right? Like everybody makes mm-hmm. mistakes. Yeah. I'm not a computer. We this is, we're not playing Baldur's Gate, right? Like this is an improvisational yep. medium. And my God, I love that fight. And I love, I love the, the, the Dolly twist because no matter what you do, well, she's supposed, to, I, 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 she's supposed to say no matter. But I think that's, I like to personalize it. The only thing I regret is that if you lost <laughs> that fight, Zealoth glowers at you and said, like, he has this line that I even underlined and put oof next to it. <laughs> See? It's right there. Oh, no. <laughs> <And> it's, Amazing. <clears throat> if you knew anything about the true nature of wild space, anything at all, you would have hidden from it in terror. Pity I can't destroy your world more than once. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> that That's is like an ending. It's an ending to a rap battle right there. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, I just so, found it really funny. That's like this big epic fight, and then I'm sitting here like, hmm. You forgot you had javelins. <laughs> I, I know. I did. I'm I forgot I had javelins yeah. until the last chance. But also, it, it, um, I took like Mool took no damage in that entire fight. They, they never got attacked. So the so I might be taking- particularly beneficial right now <laughs> the, the yes. next fight the final fight yeah. of the game is actually even worse oh god i do just know that however it personally that they didn't think that mool was a threat to attack well he was yes. right. <laughs> he was right. um so folks that is going to be it for us today we hope you enjoyed this episode of the light of xerixis players you're all amazing uh mike i hope you feel better krista i hope you feel better and i hope we are all in top form for the final episode of light of xerixis uh it is going to be epic i know how it's going to end right now in my heart and i'm very curious to see if you all agree with me on that um when the game is all said and done for those of you who've read the module you know what i'm talking about so i think i know which way it's gonna go from the from the uh mass effect style endings that you get but 
um i'm very excited i i'm super stoked i'm also super stoked on our way out to talk about our sponsor for tonight uh and that is bookworm games that's worm like a dragon w y r m bookwormgames.com is sponsoring us they have provided us with tons of dice uh they have provided us with uh just the, the means to run this stream so if you really like dice go to bookwormgames.com and use code dorktales2023 to save 10 percent on your order if that order is a hundred dollars canadian or more, your shipping's free. It's a great deal. These are great people with great dice. And I think you should really check it out. And that includes their edible dice, so you can intimidate your other dice by eating dice in front of them. It tends to work. Um, so definitely go and check them out, please. And uh, let me know what you buy. Post picture, pictures on our Discord, which you should be in right now. Join our Discord, folks. Um, so uh, with that, I want to remind you, come out watch us for our charity games this week. Uh, come back next Sunday for Light of Xerixis's finale. And um, while you're doing all of these things that I'm telling you to do, consider joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash dorktales, where you get advanced access to a ton of additional content, including Spelljammer, Radiant Citadel. Guys, we just got our Radiant Citadel like sketches back from our artist for our characters. Everybody is super fuckable. That's all I'm going to say. Like <laughs> Jen's character like comes out of the page and seduces you. I was like, why am I feeling things about this sketch? And then, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at mine and I'm like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. Every single person that has seen it has been daddy. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, which game was this for? Sorry? This is for Robin's Radiant Citadel game that is coming uh, to Patreon next month. So, so oh my god, very it's so it's good. gonna be a lot of fun. It's a very chaotic game. They we also have a Demon the Descent game that is coming up next month and is gonna be broadcast on Patreon first, and Hunter the Vigil, and we have a game of Passion de las Passions. And if we get to 150 patrons in one month and and hold that until the next month, then Millie down there is gonna run Star Trek, and I'm gonna get Klingon brow ridges for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, so, I am ridiculously prepared and excited to run a Star Trek. I, 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 I legit have a com badge just out of reach. I am here for this. Right. It is going to be fantastic. It's going to be so good. Uh, but folks, uh, please consider joining the Patreon. We have a number of wonderful people that I'm going to thank right now. First off, my world building producer, Soul Omen, who is designing some amazingly awful things to inflict on the shards of Nerncast on Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday, on Tuesday. Sorry, it used to be on Wednesday, now it's on Tuesdays. Uh, uh, cut there, on Tuesdays. Uh, big thank you to my mom and my stepdad, uh, Jan and Bob, I guess, uh, who are the divine producers of this channel, to uh, Bricarius, the demonic producer, for being an evil but fun funkle, to Tammy, the forever cleric, for being our wizard of the Patreon, and of course, to our high council of the Patreon, uh, which is Taryn, happy birthday, Taryn, um, Traveler, Buddy, uh, Trizelta, Amberthist, Cubby Gummy, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, Laruk, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. Thank you so much. We couldn't do this without you. Dorktales is a full-time gig, and it's a very draining full-time gig. Thank you. And thank you, players, for being here. I really hope you all feel better. So come get join us. It's great. And we love you. Here's to come mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and with that, we'll see you next time. Uh, be sure to come back on. What are we streaming tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Monday? Strixhaven. Come back. Join us on Patreon for Strixhaven tomorrow. 
It'll be wild. We'll see you, we'll see you next time, Spelljammers. Bye! Spelljammer Light of Xerixis is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava, Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio. And our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producer, Jade, the maker of monsters. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Drizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRouk, and Sorcerer Sanguine. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Voidweaver, and Rufio. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first-time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddoxism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Joseph, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, EBG, Frederic Laponte Moret, Spiffy Groovy Nerd, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrup, and Andrew Rambling Gamer. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, C-T-R-S-T-Y, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Imbury, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, Stephen Pearson, and Chip. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.